if you're listening to this podcast because you want to lose fat, you want some abs, you want to be stronger, you want the lady to look at you, you want your husband to look at you, whatever it is, these four pillars need to be in check. Because if they're not, you're not going to get the result. And I guarantee. And as soon as I realized that, I know my results skyrocketed. show <laughs> welcome to the show the mind vs muscle show i don't think michael gets that uh is that from something yeah oh gary v gary vaynerchuk oh yeah yeah i feel like he might have to like pay us a little bit you know dude we shout like, him out so yeah, much it's but, insane i mean he's the fucking man i so. sent one of his books to our fuck a guest that we had yeah. <laughs> like that guy you know, like i'm because the dude was like, I love Gary Vaynerchuk, you know, but I really, I just haven't really invested in any of his books. I haven't like read anything because we were talking afterwards. And I was like, I'm going to send this guy a book. Send him a book. Gary V, if you're listening, I know you're not. <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't hey. listen to podcasts. He doesn't read uh, books. Yeah. He doesn't listen to podcasts. He, he just, doesn't listen to podcasts? That surprises no. me. I figured yeah. he would listen he to He said he doesn't. Damn. He just does his thing. Like, he, you know, he just puts out as much content as he, as he That's does. That's crazy. And, I yeah. feel like he's got to have some source of like information coming into you though. He literally, I think he had Seth Godin on his, uh, uh, on this podcast and he was talking about that. Um, and he was like, I literally, he was like, I just, I don't read. I don't. Yeah. I yeah. Don't. I've heard him say, I don't read. Yeah. But I think that's like, it, it's smart to do what you're good at. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's why he's so big on like building on your strengths and not your weaknesses, which I think it depends on what aspect of your life you're looking at. Because obviously, in the gym, because that's what we're all about. If you have shitty hip mobility, you have to work on that. It gets yeah. a weakness, right? But I think, like, in the aspect of life and business, I think he's got a really good point. Because, like, for me, I can't tell you how many try times I've tried to set goals and do videos, and I just don't enjoy them. Like, in some of my videos have done successful. I just don't, like, I can't sit down and do a video, but I could write. So I'm like, okay, I'm done trying. You know what I mean? Just fucking write. And I think that's really important for a lot of people to realize. So, Cause I always get that about like, dude, how'd you make your website like this and that? And I'm like, right. I outsourced. Right. I'm not good at HTML. Well, he, I mean, he, he outsources, right? But at this, like, his content is it's it's all his. It's not anything that he really like extracted from anybody. Like, it's his mm -hmm. experience, and like, you can just tell. Like, he's just telling his story and like what he does on a daily basis. And it's like his content is it's repetitive, and. Like, you know, there's, I think that what makes it so unique, um, you know, from episode to episode is the Q and a, right. I think that's, what's really cool about the Q and a is like, man, like as long as you're telling your story and even though the, the content seems to repeat itself, like it's fire every single time, um, you know, just based off the Q and a, but well, um, what he says too, is don't create document, right? So he's just documenting yeah, his fucking exactly. life, but even from the get go, when he was doing wine library and he would literally just taste wine and then just like talk about what it is yeah. I, i'm sure he didn't edit his videos and when he started doing daily v he never and that's what i'm talking about outsourcing right he documents and creates the content but he doesn't write his books he talks and somebody writes while he talks right. he doesn't publish it you know what i mean like and i think that's like really key because you're just gonna spin your wheels trying to do shit you're not good at but at the same time wine library killed it and he was shooting shit by himself and like you know killed it yeah in like a dungeon mm -hmm. like it looked like lighting yeah. was shitty so you don't need like professional shit you just need like real content right like the quality of the content right. like i think that a lot of people now are getting too sexy with it and, and you know hiring professional photographers and spending their last dollar on that but they don't really understand yeah social media and their and, info is shit yeah right like exactly. yeah get that unlocked before you do like they're not else. really giving value right yeah. it just like looks cool when you click on their page and you might get a few followers that way yeah so bam Little tip for Gary, anybody out there. I don't Gary V. Kevin came up to me yesterday and he was like, I always hear you guys talk about Gary and I, I you use him as an example on your emails and all this stuff. So I finally like looked him up and he was like, man, that guy is fire. Yeah. And I started laughing. He was like, I brought him up to my mentor and she just like stared at me, like whipped her head and she just started rambling off all these like speeches and quotes and stuff. And she, he was like, dude, she's all about him in the yeah. real estate industry. And I was yeah. just like, dude, like it doesn't matter where you are. Like you should probably follow Gary. But v. how many people like listen to him or follow him and then don't really like, it's so hard 
to really like apply. yeah to to apply that shit because mm-hmm. there's so many platforms of social media that you have to learn even for us who are younger right like to do snapchat instagram facebook and really understand how it works and like apply it like there's so many pieces especially on snapchat like it's <laughs> like i think he recommends like 15 to 20 pieces of content to really be effective on a consistent basis yeah. daily yeah right? see and like, that's why like to be honest with you i don't i don't really do snapchat anymore i don't do twitter i don't do youtube like i put the podcast and interviews on youtube just because i'm like i might as well so i have the video but all I do is blog and Instagram and my Instagram goes to my Facebook and my blog goes to Facebook. So really that the Facebook is just like an extra platform that things get linked to. Right. Um, because it, because that's why, like I listened to him say that shit for so long and I kept trying to do everything and I was like putting everything on every single social media. And the thing, what people don't realize is you can't put the same thing on Snapchat that you can on Twitter. It's different platforms, different things work. Um, and, and, it's a different audience, right? So I think that's huge, man. Like listening to him repeat that over and over. The only thing I use Snapchat for now is like sending a funny picture to a friend or to Shannon or something like that. Like I never really, or the filters, man. The filters are the only thing that have me on that, to be honest with you. That's what like Instagram stories need to to figure out. But I mean, yeah, I mean, Snapchat kills it. I wonder if they like copyrighted that. Because I'm surprised like Snapchat hasn't done that. And now like Facebook Live has like the thing at the top, just like Instagram does, you know, <laughs> because Facebook bought Instagram. So it's all connected now. But I'm just like, if Instagram story got those uh, those filters, I think like it would take over because that's the funniest shit. And that's what's keeping me on. At least I know there's hella people like that. Yeah, I think Facebook and, and Instagram are kind of staying in the lane by not going with it, though. So I like. True. I like that. I mean, that's just what Snapchat has. You know, they, that's what they do for themselves. Is is that little ten second clips? It's perfect. I love it. Yeah, I think we'll get some good insight more on social media with the next guest that we got coming on to the show. So, yeah, I'm excited about yeah. that. You guys, I'll have to just wait and see who we got. Fire, fire, guaranteed. Yeah, it's gonna be crazy. I'm excited for that. Anyway, we're gonna talk about some. I'll be some deeper shit today, right? Yeah, I'll let you start it off. Start it off, all right. Um, we want to talk a little bit more about lifestyle, about mindset. You know, this is the Mind vs. Muscle podcast, so we should probably talk a little bit about the mind aspect as well. Um, we wanted to kind of go in depth about, like, we preach a lot about living the code and, like, core four, which is body being balanced business. And my goal today is to kind of just have a conversation with Theo of, of like our experiences with it and then kind of break down what core four actually is. Right. So, um, and I'll start right there. Body being balanced business is core four. There's the four B's, which are essentially the four pillars of our life. Body is health and wellness. So training, fitness, nutrition, all that stuff, just being healthy. And that doesn't mean being shredded or anything. It's, it means taking care of your body because this is like our vessel in this game, right? Um, being is ourself spiritually, emotionally, mentally, um, everything that has to do with yourself personally, right? So you, you obviously got to take care of yourself or nothing will, will work together. Um, balance is our relationship. So that's the people sitting at this table with me right now, our friends, our family, our coworkers, everybody in your life that you love and appreciate. And it is our business. So that is your career, like what you're doing to make money, what you're doing for finances, investments, whatever your thing is with money and and where you want to go with that. Now, the whole purpose of this is a building, let's say a building has four pillars. If one of those pillars knocks over, it's likely going to be a weak structured building that's probably going to fall. Right. And a lot of people have experienced this and they just don't realize it because like subconsciously they ignore it. Right. So you have a shitty relationship. That's one of your pillars. That pillar falls. Something in your business is going to fuck up because you're stressed. You're emotionally um, off centered. You're not balanced. You're not in control. You're not in power of your own life. That's going to affect your being, which is going to be your spirituality, your mentality, your emotional side. That's going to affect your fitness because you're not training how hard you should. You're not taking care of your body. Like everything is a big circle. Um, and I think that was probably my biggest insight. And that's like the main thing I try to portray on the clients because you can go really in depth with this. And I've, I've sat down with clients before. Should I sat down with Michael and did this? Um, I've sat down with a, multiple clients. Usually I do it with guys because I am a guy. It's a little bit easier for me to help them in this situation. Um, but go in really in depth and, and actually kind of bring out some emotional side. And I've had guys cry in front of me because, and I cried in front of the dude that brought this up to me because you bring out the dark side of a lot of things and you realize how connected everything is and, and that everything isn't all good. Right. And you're not okay. And I think 
just starting at the point where you realize that those four are connected. And if you're listening to this podcast because you want to lose fat, you want some abs, you want to be stronger, you want the lady to look at you, you want your husband to look at you, whatever it is, these four pillars need to be in check. Because if they're not, you're not going to get the result. And I guarantee. And as soon as I realized that, I know my results skyrocketed. In every aspect, I made more money. I had better relationships. I was happier. I could. I slept better at night. Um, my body improved. Right, everything. So, my big, my hope is that people take away that more than anything from this podcast and kind of being able to realize that everything is connected. And it's the ability to to self reflect too. I think that's really kind of what it boils down to. Because I think like, man, how many times do you know do you go through your day and you know shit hits the fan and then you do something to to sedate or kind of just ease the pain or uh or ease the anxiety whatever it is you know people turn to alcohol people turn to the gym which can also be yeah. unhealthy right if you do if you if you overdo it right i think that um you know obviously in moderation is probably the best thing that you can do to to relieve some stress kind of just depending on the person but um you can't overdo it in the gym so like what's what's that sedation and and you know i think that uh i think that balance is probably the most tricky one yeah right i mean like just look at like america um you know as a as a nation 60 percent of marriages uh fail Dude, that's so right? insane isn't that me. isn't that fucking crazy they're just supposed to be like a sacred thing that yeah. never breaks it's and I, I mean my parents are divorced you know yeah. what i mean like i get it um it's just, it's crazy that that's true. And I think like sedation and balance are probably the two that relate the most. But like you said, it's self-reflection and learning what that sedation is. Because like you said, fitnesses can be a sedation, right? And, and people need to realize that positive things can also be that, that negative sedation. I know for me, work and creating content, which is one of the things that my business thrives off of, it can be a sedation to me. And I know like when shit goes haywire in my relationship, my first go-to is like, whatever, fuck it. Right. Like I'm going to do me. I'm just going to work. And I just grind, yeah. right? And I start writing awesome. and I start yeah. doing programs and yeah. I start like reading or trying to study. One, I'm not 100% focused because we all know what's actually on my mind. So the, whatever work I'm doing is very, very unproductive compared to what it could be. Right. Um, and on top of that, it, it creates a bad relationship with something great like work or cre right. uh, creating content for me. Yeah. I mean, there, I mean, it could go a couple of different ways, right? Like you could, and, and I've definitely be, been a victim of this when, you know, before going through this entire process, um, you know, like if, if again, like when shit hits the fan, you know, I'd, I'd kind of turn to work or I'd, I'd turn to the gym and with work, I would try to just do so many things to kind of just drown out the noise. Yeah. Right. And then at the end of the day, like I wouldn't either, I wouldn't follow through with it or when I accomplished it, it wasn't significant because at that time when I said that I was going to do it, it was like, man, like I was just trying to drown out all the noise. But you know, again, when, when you, when I actually completed the task or, or, or whatever, um, I, I didn't really feel any fulfillment. From yeah. It, right. Because you're doing something that's not really significant to you. Cause you know the I'm thing, the, th the thing that turned you to that sedation didn't change. Right. Right. So you did that workout and you didn't feel better afterwards because the thing that was pissing you off never actually yeah. changed. And a lot of people can relate this to food. I'm sure listening to this cause I think that in, in our industry, that's probably one of the biggest sedations is just eating or drinking. You know what I mean? And I think that's like, if you ever know somebody or if you've personally done this and I've personally done this when you get fucked up, faded, like really drunk and you don't need to. Right. And I think like a lot of people associate like getting really faded with fun. Like, Oh, I have to. Right. Once I realized that I was just doing it because I was trying to like, like distract my mind from what was really bothering me. Then I realized like, I don't even have to drink when I'm at the party. Or I like realized that four hours went by and I had one beer and I'm like, damn, right. I've been having a right. blast. Like, you know what I mean? And that, that's what, that one was huge to me too. I think I, you know, I kind of went down that same path too. Like, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't drinking a hell of a lot, but I, but when I would, you know, I'd get, I'd get hammered, especially, you know, mm -hmm. in like really like my early twenties was, as I turned 21, I mean, let's be honest before that, yeah. um, you know, just partying and shit, uh, smoking weed was, you know, kind of like, um, almost like an everyday, everyday thing for me. Um, but it's because, you know, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Like I had, you know, so many things that were, uh, you know, I didn't have any direction or focus, um, and that were out of balance. So I would, I would sedate with weed because it's an excuse, right? Yeah. It's like, Oh, I'm, I'm 
too stoned to fucking do yeah. anything, right? And not saying that you know anything's wrong with with uh, with smoking weed before some fucking stoner comments on this. Yeah, like, you fucking shit. There's nothing wrong with weed. Um, there there is nothing wrong with weed, but as you you just got to do it Why for the right reason. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right? Are you doing it to fucking drown shit out, or you know, are you doing it you know just to have a little a little fun, right? Like so, like. Let's talk about like our experiences with resurrection and everything. I know you had some pretty big insights and you were mm-hmm. the one that probably the first person I heard say this because you did that video where it was like the I'm good thing. Right. right. Um, and I, I found myself like I didn't really get it. And then I went to resurrection week and then I found myself repeatedly saying that yep. to the mentors trying to get me to break out Luca and Krebs. So a big appreciation to those guys because they're the ones that really kind of opened my eyes to all this stuff. Um and I just kept saying, no, I'm good, man. Like, and in fact, to be honest with you, I'm actually going through this exact same thing right now. And I just realized it because I had a huge insight the other day. So part of this challenge that I'm embarking down, it's, it's the same exact thing as resurrection, but just a little bit longer and, and a little bit more powerful because obviously as things grow, things get updated and things change and progress. And you have to do the work pretty much every day, let's just say like, and you really have to kind of judge somebody or yourself and really dive into deep of why that's bugging you and exactly extract the insight, extract the lesson and actually be pretty real and raw about it. Because if I want to get angry at somebody, I got to expel that. Right. But I find myself like struggling to do it. because I'm like, Oh dude, I'm good. Like nothing's wrong. Like I'm like, life's good. Like I'm not angry at anybody, but then it comes back to the situation. Like, why am I doing this with him in the first place? Right. Right. And that's kind of where I found myself in San Diego when we did that. I don't even know how long ago that was like two two years years now. And it's like, I'm out there and it's like, okay, you're all good. Everything's fine. Why, why the fuck are you here? Like, why did you fly all the way out here to have somebody help you break through and become happier and become more thousands of dollars? Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay, maybe, maybe I'm not all good. So what was your experience with that whole thing? Like, uh, I Talk mean, it was self-reflection. Yeah, I mean. I, I, it was just, it was, it was just bullshit. Like, you know, my, my kind of response to everything was very, you know, surface, right? It was, yeah, exactly. Like, you know, I'd, I'd say a little something to kind of get by and then hopefully, you know, they'd go on to the next person. Right. Um, and you know, but that, that didn't happen. And, you know, they kept digging, kept digging, kept digging. Uh, and, uh, a lot of it, man, like, I mean, stems from, uh, my childhood, right? Like I was Me pushed, too. I was pushed super hard. And I think that's with, with most people. Um, but yeah, I mean, it stemmed from my childhood. I was, I was pushed super hard, uh, by my dad, um, you know, to like fucking hustle and, and just be like the best athlete. Um, you know, the, the kind of vision or the goal was to always get a scholarship and, um, and, and kind of just let my athleticism, uh, and my just natural talent, you know, take me to the next level. And, you know, it, it was like to the point where like shit wasn't like fun anymore. Right. Like I didn't want my, I didn't want my dad to be my coach anymore. And, um, you know, there was just so much pressure. I was always, you know, like the best on the team. And, uh, I didn't really have to, I almost felt like I didn't have to work for it. My dad made me work for it. Like, you know, like he made these boxes, out of fucking plywood and had us doing like plyometrics, you know, like box jumps. And sh- I'm like 10 years old, right? I'm like teaching me how to sprint at like, you know, right. younger than that. Like, and like, I mean, he just, I mean, he put a lot of time and effort into making sure that I like w- just use my, my talent, my, my natural talent to, um, you know, to, to really kind of make, you know, that my life. And, uh, it didn't, it, it didn't really dawn on me until then. It was like, man, like he wasn't doing that really to, you know, to just like punish me or to, to piss me off or, or, or make money off of me or anything like that. It was, he just wanted me to be better than, than he was. Right? right. Like he was a super talented athlete when he was younger. Um, and you know, there was some personal shit that went on in his life. He wasn't able to go to college and, and be a collegiate athlete and, you know, go on, he ran track. Um, so he just saw he just saw it in me at a at a young age, and he wanted to kind of guide me in the right direction. And the way he wasn't, yeah, able to. he didn't have a father, so he didn't really, yeah. you know, know how that whole dynamic worked. Right. Um, but so, see, and as a child, you don't understand. Yeah, that. So I didn't. I didn't understand in a completely that. different way. Exactly. So you know, my whole life, you know, me and my dad kind of had this. Uh, 
I wouldn't say a bad relationship, but a very tense relationship, right? right? I mean, we just still to this day, right? Like if we're in the same, if we're in the same room for an extended period of time, we just butt heads, mm-hmm. right? But after that, you know, our, our relationship is way better. I go to breakfast with him all the time. I was just at breakfast with him uh, this morning. Um, huge part of my life. It's probably um, because you guys are probably very similar. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And I don't uh, know how that is. <laughs> but but at the same time, like once I once I had that revelation, I was like, man, like what did he teach you? Like he taught me discipline. Like I got to work for everything mm-hmm. that that I have now. So. And, and I, you know, and that kind of just went into every other area of my life. It was like, man, like you want extra money, you got to work for it. Yeah. Right? You want to do this, you got to work for it. Right. Like nothing was really just given to me. It was, you know, I always had to hustle for it. I had to prove myself like. And so for me to be pissed off with them, I was just like, man, like, you know, it doesn't make any sense. Like, you know, our relationship could be so much better if I just accepted it for what it was, like really realized. But you probably didn't realize that. It. No, I didn't. Until you were in your 20s yep. when you did resurrection. Yeah. Right. So and I think that's like one of the most powerful things about core four and having these realizations, because when you go through those judge your neighbors and those positive focus and those insights and meditations, you actually you see that you see the lesson and then you see that in yourself. Yep. Right. Every time I've written and they do this on purpose with the questions they ask in the new thing. But when I'm doing the work, it's like, okay, this person pissed me off because of this. And at the end, I have to flip the story. And then I realize that I do the same thing. You're doing the thing. same shit. And that's so why who it the pisses fuck am you I off. To, yeah, yeah, right. And that's why it pisses me off. Yeah. So literally the same story, except my dad, my childhood, my dad just, it, it wasn't very apparent because he worked so much and he ran a company. He was just never home. But he was doing that. Why? because he wanted to create a better life for me and he wanted to teach me how to do that. But I didn't get that. I'm like, yo, I just want to play catch with my dad. Right. And I didn't realize that till I went to resurrection week. I just had anger towards him the whole time. Cause I said, you know, he doesn't give a shit. Like all he cares about right, money. Right. And you realize that. And now again, I have one of the best relationships ever with my dad. Same thing. I go out to eat with him all the time, go, go golfing with him. Like, but it's all because of that. And it took me till I was 20 something to, to realize that. And an- another big thing that, that I realized too from that whole experience was the reason I wasn't able to really excel. Like, you know, I I think that so often, like we look at ourselves and we're like, man, like I could be doing so much more. Right. And I think that one of my biggest flaws. Yeah. And the, and the, but you know, it's true, right? Like, I think that everybody has potential. Everybody has, you know, you can gain the capacity to, you know, to supercharge your yeah. results in every area of your life. And you can usually do more than you think. Right. But you got to appreciate. But then I think that subconsciously, right, we, we self-sabotage and we just burn everything to the ground yeah. um, before we let ourselves get to yeah. that point. And we don't even realize it. That's yeah. the thing is I, I, look, I look back at, you know, my childhood from, you know, when I was super young to... Uh, you know, even up into middle school, high school, um, I didn't really push myself in hoop uh, or in sports um, because of that reason, right? It's yeah. like, man, like, you know, there's a lot of pressure on me. Yeah. So I'm just going to fucking do what's not expected and Pe- just burn it to the ground. People right? fear success just as much as they fear failure, which is fucking, yeah. it sounds just batshit crazy, but it's the truth because everything revolves around judgment, right? If I fail, you guys are going to judge me for failing. If I succeed, I'm on this pedestal and now you're judging me for being more successful, right? right. So it's like everybody's kind of stuck in this middle ground where, and I did it a lot with my relationships too. Like I self-sabotaged my relationship. Like I had to like sit down and reflect on every relationship I ever had. And beforehand I was like, fuck her. Yep. You know what I mean? Like that was her fault. And then I look back and I'm like, damn, that was absolutely me every single time. This is the first relationship I've had since resurrection. And without a doubt, the smoothest going relationship I've ever been in, like just because everything is just understood. It makes so much more sense. And I know she didn't go through it, but it's a reflection of me, too. Right. Like it's never one sided. It's always two people. And I think that success and failure go hand in hand with that. Like everybody. and, And I was always worried about that same thing, like because we have mentors and people we care about and and we focus on that judgment. And I've always been that dude that says, like, I don't care what people think. Right. But you realize like you actually I always cared way too much. And that was like one of my biggest insights is I was always afraid to succeed just as much as I was afraid to fail because I was so worried about what everybody else would think. Right. 
and most people listening to this can probably relate to that whether you think or not. Like, yeah. that's just the reality of I, it. I think I, I still catch myself doing it today. Yeah, I think, yeah, I mean, that's part of the process, right? It's like, it's not like a one thi- like a one-time fix, right? You got to keep doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, once, you know, I think that once I initially went through, you know, that whole process that I became a better coach, um, I became a better son, uh, you know, a better brother, um, a better boyfriend, like everything, right? Like, I, I feel like I just became a better person, but... There are times where, you know, you do get sort of like that anxiety build up and then you just kind of want to just crash and burn. Um, but, you know, once you go kind of through this through this process, it, it's it, it's a way to, to bring you back and in, in allowing you to to reflect on each area of your life, balance it out and say, OK, this is what I got to do. Yeah. And so I think. And that's why we say live the code because you're living it every day, right? Um, and I think everybody has to go through what we call a drift to understand that fully, right? So I, when we apply these things in, and we'll kind of, we'll probably have to give some like cliff notes real quick on like some simple ways that you can kind of implement this stuff because it does create better relationships. It creates more appreciation in your life. Um, you're going to be less stressed. You're going to have less anxiety. All this is going to lead to better business because you're more focused when you do it. It's going to lead to a better body and all that. But you, it's unrealistic to say that I've never failed a 90 day challenge or I've done this every single day of my life because there are times where, and this is usually how it goes. I meditate, send my appreciation text. I do the work. I train, I eat good. I, I send my appreciation. I do everything for weeks, right? Every day. And everything is just going so smoothly that you're, you, something happens where you're busy and you're kind of like, ah, oh, man, I'm crushing it right now. I've been living the code. I'm crushing it. So I'll, Today's cool. I'll just leave it on the side, right? Then you do it the next day. And then the next day you're busy again. So you're like, ah, fuck it up. I'm all good. But then that has a domino effect. And all of a sudden you you realize that whether you're losing money, people are mad at you, you haven't been training, you, you're getting anxiety again. And then you're like, fuck, dude, I haven't I haven't done the shit in weeks, right? And and I do it to Michael now too. Like he and that's why he's smiling because he'll be like, Oh man, I just, you know, I yeah, I missed the gym. I haven't been on my dad. Whatever it is, and I'm like, doing core four? Well, you know, like most, I'm like, what are you doing core four? And it's always like, and I love when, when this is how powerful it is. Cause people will be like, I think I need to tweak my macros or right. whatever it is. And I'm like, okay, well, have you been meditating? And they're like, well, that has nothing to do with this. Like I'm at a plateau. <laughs> I need to lose more weight. <laughs> right. And I'm like, right. okay, well, have you meditated? Yeah, I have. Okay. Have you sent your appreciation text? No. And I'm like, okay, well let's start with that. It's, it's kind of like, <laughs> it's, it's kind of like uh training, right? Like yeah. when we look at injuries, like the, the, the problem is never the problem, right? Like, yep. you know, knee injuries are the result of probably hip and ankle issues, mm-hmm. right? So if you have an issue in your fitness, right, or in, in your diet, like what else is going on, right? right. Like it's just, a, it's it, every one of those things that you focus on and you feel like are, are going to shit, right? It's an opportunity for you to extract something from every other area of your life yeah. and do some self-reflection. So it's just, it's really kind of just a trigger, right? Like once that happens, um, you know, hopefully that, that you're, you're self-aware enough to, to really realize it and, and address it from there. So let's go over like where each of us are at right now, um, because this will be a good example of, of two people that have been doing this for two years off and on, obviously, because like I said, you go through drifts and then kind of like going over like some cliff notes, because at the end of the day, we can't break down and provide you core four over the, over the mic. It's just not going to happen. You need right. accountability. You need day and day practice and communication with a coach. Uh, that's why we pay so much money to do so with coaches and uh, really learn this stuff. And then you just need experience with doing it. Right. Um, but I do think it's important to, to hear some like perspective because I know when I got back, like right away, like I went and reached out to some like old friends who I did the work on while I was out there. And like, I was like, man, like I'm just not a good place with them. Um, and it really has nothing to do with them. It's me and my own judgments. So I like went out to eat with a couple of them and stuff like that. And every single one of them was just like, dude, like what, what's going on with you? Like in a good way, like you're so different. Right. And it's like this energy, whenever like I teach this to people, they change. Right. And I think it's safe to say like when Michael had his big breakthrough with everything. Yeah, we implied some like elimination diet like we talked about in the Crohn's disease episode and stuff. But people noticed big time. They said shit to you and they said shit to me like they were like, dude, like, fuck is he doing? Like, put me on his macros. I'm like, dude, (laughs) put me on his macros. (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing to do with that. Right. So like it's it's like a it's an aura that people like just get. It's an energy. So um We've changed significantly. Um, I think I, I contribute like 
the amount of increases in pay, the amount of clients mm-hmm. I've gotten, my website being developed. Um, this is actually the whole reason I started my business. Like I went there and created a business plan and a map around what I want to do for the next five years. And now I have a pretty successful online business because of it. Right. Um, but I think I went through a couple drifts as of late. And I think like my biggest suffering for that or reason for that was honestly uh, accountability. Like, when I didn't have that person to like report to or be like, yo, like yeah, everybody needs a coach. Yeah. And, and you know, what's funny is like, so I'm doing the work. Like I haven't, I start my, actually the webinar is tomorrow. Uh, we got a few guys on it where I go in and, and we start the challenge and leading up to it. We got to do these like daily worksheets and stuff like that. And I didn't do it for a couple days and Krebs is in my ear. Yo, fuck. And I'm like, shit, like I gotta do that. And, and I have no excuse. I'm just like, yeah, I didn't do it. Like, yeah. I'm not even going to act Dude, like Dude, my, my girl calls me out now. That's, see, that's good. Yeah. That's gold. She's like, man, have you been med- have you been meditating? Like, she can tell. Yeah. And recently, uh, you know, she's she's asked me, like, you know, what's going on? Like, she, and I'm just like, I'm just like, you know, like, you know, I felt like I was good. But then, like, I really, like, yesterday, like, I set my alarm um, and I woke up. So I, I pretty much just turned it off. Um, I didn't feel like getting up and I, then I ended up waking up two hours later. Right. And that is not me at mm-hmm. all. Usually like when I'm up, I'm up yeah. and I'm, I'm doing shit. Um, and I'm, and I'm getting my day started and then I was like, fuck. And then I just remember her asking me like the last couple of days, um, you know, like what was been going on. And I just realized that like, you know, there's, there's a lot of things that, that I got going like my, again, like my year is accounted for, right. Mm-hmm. I have so much shit to do this year. Um, as far as big projects, um, a lot of time and effort that that's going into shit that I'm not necessarily going to get paid for. Um, and which that, that wasn't the problem. It was more of, okay, like I got all these things. I want to make sure that this is going towards the ultimate goal. Right. Right. And I think that I had uncertainty of, you know, am I committing to these things because I truly believe in it? Yeah. Or is it something that I feel is going to just be good for my business, but I really don't believe in it. Yeah. So what I'm doing right now and I'm, I'm right now I'm in the process of it, um, is, is really looking at all these things, uh, which is, uh, 11 projects, right. Um, you know, obviously, you know, these, these take a lot of time and, and effort. Um, and, and I'm really just looking at it and say, okay, what what is it that I want to do? Um, you know my ultimate goal. So I'm I'm literally just like reverse engineering, right? And I, I know we we reference uh, Gary Vaynerchuk a lot, um, and I, I realize that everything that I've been successful in in my life, right? Like let's take Vigor for example. When we met Luca, um, when he came into the college and, and spoke to the class, I was like, okay, well I want to work for that guy. Like if I if I commit to the fitness industry, I'm gonna go work for him, right? Because mm-hmm. I can relate to him. So I was like, okay, what is that going to take, right? Went in, talked to him, did a charity boot camp, talked to him, and he said that he wasn't taking interns, he wasn't looking to build his team yet. Um, and then I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to sign up, right? That's what I needed to do. Yeah. Um, and so that's what I did continually. I was talking to you and I was talking to him about the internship, and I think it took like six months to finally get in. Um, so it's just that process, right? It's like, okay, what is the ultimate goal that you want to accomplish? And then break it down step by step, reverse engineer it all the way back to where you're at now. Right. And then you have focus and see, okay, maybe these things aren't really significant. Like I could do it and it could make me some extra money, right? Or it could be good for my brand or whatever, but is it something that I really like believe in? Yeah. Right. So that's, that's what I'm in the process of now is reverse engineering. I'm going to look at what is it that I really want to do, ultimate goal, um, and then break it down from there. Obviously, you know, coaching is going to, you know, I'm, I'm still going to be coaching. I'm not right. talking about that or right. getting out of that. It's, you know, what do I want to do with it ultimately? Yeah. Right. Well, and that's, and like the thing that pointed, that stood out to me is, is the significance behind it. All right. And that's just like saying, what's your why? Right. And that's why when people... A lot of people that want to get abs, let's say, I try to slow them down a little bit and say, like, why? Like, why do you want abs, right? And obviously, like, now that, like, this happens more now than it did before, just because, like, I think my online presence is, like, I get people and I don't have to ask why because I'm like, oh, you're into, like, physique sports. 
Like, that's why you want to like, you know what I mean? Like it's different, but for most people, there's way fucking more to it. Right. And I had to have a, like a serious conversation with you because after we left resurrection week, me and you were the ones that kind of held each other accountable of continually living the code and doing these things. It's the same thing. Like I just constantly wanted abs and it was like, why? Oh, I just want to be ripped. Like, it looks dope to me. It's jacked. I want to be strong. I want to look strong. And it's like, well, why? Like, why do you actually? Well, it's because I was fat when I was a kid and I got made fun of for it. Right. And that fucking hurt me for years. Yeah. Right. So it has nothing to do with really having abs. It has to do with being accepted by my peers. Right. And I felt that the only way to be significant to them in this industry was to have abs. Right. right? But nobody ever asks why, right? Like the other coaches or anybody I would hire, they never ask why, like you have to do it yourself because a lot of people won't like now, obviously me and you will do that. If somebody hires us, we'll ask you why it's a little bit different, but your significance behind all those big projects, you weren't really like, like laser focused on the significance. Right. And then another thing I want to point out too, is like having the capacity to do that. Right. And I think that was my biggest issue is like when somebody finally like got my why out of me, it was like, okay, I feel better. But now I'm like having anxiety because I'm like, okay, I need to do this, 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 this. And I reverse engineered everything over the course of five years. And I'm like, fuck, dude, that is overwhelming. Like, I can't do that. You know what I mean? I didn't think I had the power and capacity to do that. So I think that's another thing too, is like, I just realized that you need to calm down and, and do these steps that we're talking about because you will build the capacity to right. do it. Right. And then you're not feeling like you have too much shit on your plate right. or you realize you do have too much shit on your plate and you need to eliminate some stuff to make sure that you have the capacity to do what's actually significant to you. Right. right? So it's all like a, like a big puzzle that you put things together with. I think that was like a huge, huge, um, insight that I've had lately too, is just like, I was just getting so overwhelmed with everything because like, all the big changes at Vigor, which are all positive, right? All, I have so many clients there that are relying on me. And then I have my online business and then I have a relationship now and then I have my family. And it was just it like it. They're all so significant to me that I was putting all the pressure on me. But then you realize like Krebs actually had to ask me like, yo, like, OK, so we're going to get ready to start this challenge. Have you been living the code? Have you been doing core four? And I'm like, well, you know, like I sent my appreciation text to Shannon. I'm like, what about somebody else? And I'm like. Nah, have you meditated? Pfft, not in months, man. Like, you know what I mean? And it's just like, okay, shit, let me, let me zone back a little bit. Yeah. And turns out I do have the capacity to do all this stuff. I was just overwhelmed and having anxiety because I wasn't doing it. Right. So I think that's, I mean, that's, that was huge for me. And I took that out of what you're doing too, because you might've been in a little bit of a drift because yep. you had so much shit on your plate yep. and you're probably doubting the capacity to do it. And yep. we all know you have the capacity, yep. but we all doubt ourselves frequently. I think that's why, I mean, going back to the whole uh, marriage thing, again, like balance is, is so huge with, uh, you know, with people that, and, and really guys, right? Like our egos get in the way, 100%. right? Of, of absolutely everything. Literally right? everything. So, and, and I know that we've had conversations in the past, man. Like I think that I developed really like, you know, a, a sense of humor. I mean, it, it really just kind of stems from my childhood. I was the youngest, right? I constantly got, you know, picked on by like my brother and my dad. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I just kind of had to learn how to like fire back, but I grew up the skinny kid. Yeah. Um, and you know, when it came, you know, to like high school, started playing sports, you know, you do the whole shirts and skins thing and the upperclassmen are fucking clown on you talking about, man, Hey, I got five bucks. Go get yourself five Big Macs <laughs> at, at McDonald's. You look hungry. Um, I, I don't really, I didn't, you know, I, I didn't really feel hurt. It was more of my ego, like, man, like, I got to get these fuckers back, yeah. right? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to let anybody just pick on me or, like, make fun of me, right? Because, like, you know, I wasn't necessarily friends with these guys. We were just teammates, right? Yeah. Um, so then, of course, you know, I, I, I went to the weight room um, and got my fucking ego hurt even more because I could barely put up a hundred pounds on a bench press. Yeah. Right. I didn't know how to really do a squat or a deadlift. And, um, so I, I chalked that up and then, you know, started smoking weed and, and just like talking shit to people, making fun of people. Cause I was like, man, if I hurt that person, then, you know, that kind of builds up, yeah. you know, my ego. Um, and, and that's really where kind of like the whole, uh, you know, sense of humor or, or I guess, uh, the stand-up comedian came out, but I was doing it for the wrong reasons, yeah. right? Whereas now, you know, I'm, I'm constantly making jokes on a daily basis, but it's not to hurt people, right? Like it's, and it's, it's never anything that actually hurts somebody. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I noticed that a lot because I was the same way. Like, 
just the opposite. I was the fat kid. So it was for me, it was like the only way I could fire back, like you said, and feel good about myself. You know what I mean? Like if I made these people laugh, then it'll take the the humor out of like the fat joke right. kind of thing. You know what right. I mean? So, but yeah, I mean, like I was saying, like guys going back to whole, the, the whole insecurity thing. Right. I think that when we do feel insecure, we, we often, man, like hurt people who are closest to us, right? Like our loved ones, our yeah. girlfriends, our wives, or, you know, whatever. Um, and then, you know, we sedate that, that pain with, you know, a lot of people now are, uh, you know, drinking or, you know, or social media, pills, man. yeah, or just shitting on people on social yeah. media. Like, how much do you see that? Or just even just putting your phone away for a little bit. Right. Like, fuck. Like, right. people are just so sucked in. Um, talk about insecurities real quick. I think that's like a big takeaway, man, is like some people have such bad insecurities and they're not fixing them. So they'll even shield compliments. Like, I don't feel good about all these oh, other I, things. Oh, I fucking did that. Oh, yeah. So but much. Somebody else yeah. will come up and compliment you about something else and you'll immediately be like, Oh, thanks, but you know, yeah. like this shit is all fucked up. Yeah. Or, oh man, like your squat looks great. It's like, yeah, but he's squatting more, and it's right. like, dude, like that shit drives me crazy. Yeah. Or, and I used to do it too. But or, I mean, or you just say like, or you just like, yeah, thanks, but really, you're just like this fucking. I want to just punch this piece of shit in the face because they have no idea what I'm going through. Yeah. Right? Like, man, I, dude, I've literally just yeah. like really thought about like, just like looking at someone and just like wanted to just punch him in the face. Yeah. Like, I could just fucking knock yeah. you out right now. No problem. And I could just walk away. But it stems from you. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Exactly. You know it wasn't I mean? anything that they did. It's no. just like, man, that was that was completely internal. Yeah. And I think really like, I should have punched myself in the face. Some people actually look at it, you weird when like if somebody's like, Hey man, like your your hair looks really good, and you're like, oh thanks, man, I love I love it too. People are like, what the fuck? And it's like, no, I'm just accepting that call, man. <laughs> you know, Cody is mean? self-centered. <laughs> no, but it's true because everybody should fucking love themselves. Yeah, yeah. And it's the truth. Like, it's so hard for people to just accept compliments or accept them and give them back or just give them in general. Like that's even harder for people, yeah. but it has a power to itself to get rid of insecurities. And I think just love, like, I mean, we've said like love yourself a million times on this podcast, but I think that's just so big and powerful like we're we're born with this body with these genetics with this attitude this personality whatever it is like accept it and love it and then it'll grow and improve and it's just like what you told me that one day it's like you you can't move forward or like move on to the next thing or grow any better or bigger or stronger or whatever until you appreciate what you've already done right right what you've already accomplished because it, it it's such a big part of this whole game man i agree let's uh let's Cause we could talk about this for fucking days, like literally, cause there's so much to it. And that's why it helps. Like everybody's situation is different. I think it's the most powerful when you reach out to a coach. Um, and it's funny cause I'm actually, uh, if you're listening right now, you're going to know exactly who I'm talking about. I have this guy that reached out to me who I met in Missouri last year, last May when I went to that seminar. Um, and he's been following my stuff and he hit me up for coaching. Um, and I, I wrote this email on the New Year's and I was doing like a trial for my coaching. So he signed up for the trial. So he gets to test out like online coaching and stuff. And I just knew that he needed more than that. And I was like, like, we'll work on your body. But I was like, dude, you need to focus on like your being, your balance, your business. And he was all about it. He's like, yeah, I've read some of your stuff. Like he bought a book that I told him all this stuff. But his biggest factor is his ego because he's in the same industry. But nothing's going right because... Right of all these other things right. and i'm like yo like let me do your program and let me do your nutrition because that stuff's important and we're going to make sure that you're still like going towards the goal but you need to work on this other shit so i'm trying to help him with that and, and he's even admitted it multiple times it's like man like i gotta be honest i'm in this industry my ego's getting in the way like i feel like i should be able to do this on my own and i don't want to hire another guy to coach me and i was like dude i get it like i've been there but now i won't do anything without a coach like I'm in the pack because that's my business coaching. Like I hired Krebs because that's my lifestyle coaching. Like I'm with Jeff Nipper because I don't want to do my nutrition and training. Right. And I think it's so important to have these outside influences and all the guys that we train have so much better results because they dropped the ego and just hired somebody. Yeah. Right. And I think guys have the biggest issue. Girls have no problem going in and be like, Oh, I need a trainer. Right. So if you need a fucking plumber to fix your, your sink, you're going to hire a plumber or you're going to sit there and like all day trying to do it yeah, yourself. Shoveling shit. Right. <laughs> like there's so many and like, and it's the same thing I talked about, like the guitar. I want to learn guitar. So what did I do? I hired somebody to, that knows how to fucking play guitar. Yeah. Like yeah. no matter what the situation is, but for some reason, when it comes to improving your life, improving your business, improving your, your body, like guys like macho up and they're like, oh, I can't hire somebody, Yeah. which is an, another side rant, but let's give some cliff notes so people can kind of, try to do something, something small, because I think it's important to implement slow habits. And it's just like when we did Resurrection Week, 
I don't know if it was one, two or three months because it was so long ago. I can't remember. But way before we went for that week, they were like, all right, this is the first step. Start doing this every single day. Posting the Facebook group for accountability. So, so it wasn't like we went and all this shit was thrown at us and we just clicked right. it like that. And even then we were with them 24 seven for seven days in a row. Right. Where they were like no phones. We're yeah. like going through it. So I, I think that, you know, we, we can't really dive any more into uh, core four and in the entire process and, and, and positive focus. Right. There's 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 all these different tools. Um, we can't really go into that uh, on the show. What I will say um, and, and what I'm currently doing and what I've done in the past is reverse engineer and look at the different areas of your life, right? So your body, your being, your balance and your business. Um, and what is, what is it that you want to accomplish? Right. And then break it down step by step, um, you know, from that ultimate goal and, and reverse it all the way back to where you're at now. So you can focus and really see is what I'm doing, right? Is it significant? And is it, is it driving me towards that goal? Right. right? Like, and, and why are you doing it? Why, why do you even, even dig deeper into why you want to accomplish what you want to accomplish? Right. Because if it's for somebody else, if it's to please somebody else or, or whatever, right. If it's not for you, if it's not significant to you, it's never going to, you're never going to have fulfillment. You're always going to feel like you, you have this pit inside your stomach and you know you're always gonna have that 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 sense of anxiety right because you you know that it's not true to to yourself and I think that if 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 you can pick anything out of this podcast today I think it's I think that it's that like you need to love and accept yourself for for who you are and you need to do what what you love to do so if you're you know like not everybody believed in in me coming in, into the fitness industry, right? Like you look at how much money people make, right? As as trainers, I think the average is less than thirty grand. And how many people a fail? Year. And and yeah, and how many gyms fail? Ninety two point five percent of gyms close within three Fucking years of insane. opening Dude, across the world. Yeah, and remember that includes LA Fitness and all that shit. And it's like it's like yeah, it's like committing like financial so suicide. Yeah, yeah, so like LA Fitness, Vision Quest, Twenty Four Hour Fitness, Bally's, those big gold gym those are part of the 7.5 percent that succeed so imagine all these small businesses like what we do dude yeah that's crazy yeah so i but at the same time right like anything that you believe in you can make it you can make it a business you can make it profitable for yourself and you can like i mean like it it just think about anything that you do right like you're going to study you're going to hustle and you're going to do it every single day and it's not going to feel like a job yeah. because you love it. Well, and it ha- you have to believe in it first and foremost, like you're saying, and it has to be significant to you, not anybody else. So I could have went into the oil industry and made a ton of money if if I would have followed my dad's path, for example. We making a rap money. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, man, that's the first joke you cracked this whole podcast. That's crazy. <laughs> but. I don't believe in that. Like, I just don't. And there's nothing wrong with oil. It's just not significant to me, right? Fitness was because I lost weight and and changed my life. So it's significant. And that's why I am and will continue to be successful in it. So whatever it is, make sure it's significant. Um, And so everything he just said about reverse engineering, finding your significance, all that stuff, write it down. Okay? Write it down no matter if it takes you one or 25 pages because writing has a very significant way of like nailing things into your head and into your brain and your thought process. And then I want you to read it like at least a few times a week because it's that important to really go over and remember like why you're doing this. Um, and if I can give you just a couple tips to help you with this whole thing, um, like he said, I can't really go over specific strategies like the work or positive focus, all this stuff. Cause you need direct attention and obviously we're coaches. So if you're looking for that stuff, hit us up. Um, all of our info is in the show notes, but Number one is meditate. Okay. I, I really do think that's extremely powerful. And there's a couple things I need to say about it is first of all, it's not you sitting in a quiet room with your eyes closed going, oh, for a hell of a long time. Okay. Or, or not thinking about anything because that's fucking impossible. And that's what I thought meditation was. I was like, oh, I got to sit in on a carpet in a dark room with my legs crossed and I got to literally just blank my mind. And I was like, dude, my mind's going crazy. I'm thinking about so many things. I can't do this. And they're like, dude, what? Like, obviously. Like you can't not think. So it's, it's more about taking your mind and distracting it from negative situations and negative things. So just think about positive things, say mantras. Like I honor myself for my light in my life, or I love myself. I appreciate myself. I love my mom. I appreciate my mom and go through people, go through random things. Your mind will drift in and out of good things. But as long as you keep it positive and you just take 
five to 30 minutes, literally start with five and add a couple minutes every couple weeks if you can. I literally do 10 minutes a day because that's like what works for me, sometimes 15. I just think about positive things and just get my mind out of distraction first thing in the morning because that's what's going to work for me, right? So I think that's a huge takeaway. The next thing I like to do and I think is really powerful, and I don't do this every day, but when I do, my days are always better, is a gratitude journal. Just write down three to five things you're grateful for. Like very, very simple. And it could be the same person every fucking day, but write a different reason why you're grateful for it, right? Like the smallest things in your life that you need to appreciate, like having a roof over your head. There's so many things to be thankful for that other people aren't. Just being alive, like think about that. Like, I hate to say Gary Vaynerchuk again, but he has this one speech where he talks about that. He was like, you've won the game if you're alive. And like, that's the most powerful thing in the world. Like you're fucking alive. Like you have this opportunity to do so many things. So stop bitching about it. Right. Um, so just the gratitude journal and meditate. And if you really want to get your body into it, move every day and drink a green drink. Like, I know that sounds simple, but like, if you could just do some kind of movement, it's usually going to lead to more movement. And if you can do a green drink, it's most likely going to lead to better overall nutrition because it puts you in a good mindset. Um, those those little things, like do those every day for two weeks and watch like your life start to change. I think that for, for the guys listening to this, um, definitely go check out uh, Wake Up Warrior um, and Steve Krebs. He's, he's a part of that, uh, of the uh, Wake Up Warrior movement. Um, he's a coach through Warrior. Uh, and, and he's, uh, who, who Cody hired, he's the one who took us through resurrection week, who's talked about or taught us everything that we just talked about on this podcast with, uh, with the four B's and positive focus, everything and, and help both of us pull our heads out of our asses. Um, you know, this is what this guy does. Steve Krebs is the shit Garrett J white, um, and, and all the coaches, uh, at the wake up warrior movement. Um, you can go on Facebook um, type in, you know, Steve Krebs, it's Krebs with the, with the K, uh, and, and follow these guys, man. Cause they're putting out content every single day and just little things that can, that can help you. Yeah. Um, Dude, he does like a live video every, every day, single day and that shit is fire. Yeah. Um, so definitely check that out. Um, you know, whether you get coaching, uh, through them or not, um, again, check that out. Also, uh, a highly recommended book, um, is something that we both read. They, there's an audio book on it too. Um, uh, loving what is by Byron Katie, uh, definitely check that book out as well. So if yeah. you, if you're interested in anything that we were just talking about body being balanced in business, positive focus, living the code, check those things out and the big leap and the big, big leap. leap. That one, yep. that one was a big, talks one a little me. bit about self-sabotage. Yep, exactly. And, and that's, like that, so. I think that's the one that gives you a big light bulb because you realize all the areas you self-sabotage. I think that's going to wrap it up for the, for the mindset podcast today guys <laughs> if you love the mind versus muscle podcast want more free content and you want to support the movement share this podcast and leave us a five-star rating and review to get your questions answered on the next episode see the show notes for our social media handles and hashtag mind versus muscle